Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out. They pull me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Debo and I met yesterday. We had a great conversation in my office. Followed it up with him and I lifting weights together. And then he went into the gym on his own and got shots up. He is back with the team. He practiced today. We're excited to have him back. I think he's excited to be back with us. He had a good practice today. Tweaked his ankle a little bit his first day back. He was communicating with them. Danielle, my wife, was texting with Devo, and we were in communication with his grandmother. We were in communication with his mother. We were in communication with, with his AAU coach. And like I said, I mean, he and I had a great meeting. Back with us. His radio show Monday night, it's been the focal point of conversation. It's been the focal point of debate. I've been interested to hear what people have said and written and um, just really all the commentary about all this since uh, since the announcement uh, since the announcement was made i got a lot of things i want to say on this and that's really all i want to talk about today on the give me the hawks chuck podcast it's presented by weicker realtors the griffin company as it always is and as it is each and every day it's brought to you in part by the bet saracen app that's why i popped in during the middle of the week because i've been interested to hear the reaction Um, I don't put as much stock in what someone puts on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or any of the other social media platforms. It's not that I don't think those opinions are relevant. It's just that I think sometimes when you actually stand up and say what you think, um, maybe that means a little bit more. I admit I'm probably old school in that regard. But nevertheless... Uh, I've been interested in what the reaction is this week. And I knew that it was not going to be, as I said, uh, quite as welcoming as it was the last time around. And I know it wasn't an easy decision for us. And I hear those. And by hear those, I say I understand those who are against this move, who give the player the benefit of the doubt the first time around and The second time around, maybe not so much. To be perfectly honest, that's the school from which I was raised. And so I do understand what you're saying. I've come to believe, though, and this is where I want to go today. As I've aged and as I've watched 30 years of players come and go through the University of Arkansas, I've come to believe that there is a higher mission. And I believe in that higher mission. I know that it gets lost in the shuffle. And I know that's particularly so now when everything seems to be a cash grab. I get that. The financial demands placed on fans are greater than ever before. Resentment 
comes much more quickly than it did before. Uh, we've been societies just giving us permission to say whatever we want, be the worst version of ourselves, whatever we want. That's kind of the way it is in the world right now. So I know that things are different than they once were. But I still believe in the higher mission. And that's why I believe Eric Musselman did the right thing here. Hear me out on this. I alluded to this a little bit on Monday. Sometimes the player needs the team more than the team needs the player. I've seen it many times, many, many times at the University of Arkansas. Not every kid comes from a great background. Sure would be nice if they did, but they don't. Sometimes the team's all they have. Sometimes they need to be part of that team. At the very core of their being, they need to be part of that team. And I think that's what we're dealing with right now with Devontae Davis. I believe Devo needs to be part of the Razorback basketball team. More, perhaps, than the Razorback basketball team needs Devo. They weren't winning a whole lot of games with him. I do believe that the average Arkansan, most Razorback fans, when they get beyond the 2-7 and and the disappointment of this season, I do believe those people believe, like I do, that Devo needs to be part of this basketball team. Is it going to make them appreciably better? I don't know. I suspect he'll come back and ball out for what's remaining of this season. But will it make an appreciable difference? Maybe. Maybe not. But I do think it'll make an appreciable difference for him, regardless of what happens at the end of this year. And I do think in some cases you have to look beyond the basketball. I don't know, and I don't know that this is really the right way to put it. I don't know if coach Eric Musselman made the best call. I mean, time will tell. I'm sure he doesn't know. But I do believe Eric Musselman, the human being, made the right call in allowing Devo to come back to this team. Devo grew up in Arkansas. And I can tell you, when you look at the rosters of teams, when you look at the makeup of athletic departments, you don't always find guys that really feel it in their soul the way I know Devo has. You know, when Arkansas advanced in the NCAA tournament last year and Devo had that great game and they interviewed him on television and he cried and he talked about how much it meant to him. We cried with him, whether we want to admit it or not, because we understood. Those of us who grew up here, we understood exactly what it meant to him. That wasn't fake. He wasn't faking that. Um, That came from the heart. And we need that in our program. We need kids like that in our program. Now, when you recruit a kid, and I've learned this too over the years, when a coach recruits a kid, he recruits him for life. You sign on for the whole trip. Good and bad. And you don't just, you know, you don't just stay with the kid when times are good. And I think that 
That's where Muss is right now. And I applaud him for what he's done. I don't know if it's going to work out or not. I have no idea. But I know that Devo's better off being part of this team. And Devo's provided us with some great, great moments as Razorback fans. And that's what he should be remembered for. I have no idea what's going on in his head. I have no idea what's going on in his life. It's none of my business. But I know he's better off being part of this basketball team. And I hope that his return will be well received. So how does it affect the team? I think that's really what a lot of fans care about most, if you really get right down to it. And I understand all that. If I was a fan watching on television or driving to the games, that's what I'd want to know too. Because this season's not going the way people thought it would. I don't think anybody at the start of the season expected Arkansas to be 2-7 and seven in conference play with a net rating of 131. I mean, very much on the outside looking in. There, there's been incredible disappointment. I think part of the reason, frankly, that Devo's felt some venom is because people were counting on him to be a leader, and it's just not turned out that way. Some kids are not always leaders. Some kids are able to lead when times are good. Some teams or some kids, when times aren't so good, aren't so able to lead. Uh, That's just the reality. But for whatever reason, I think a lot of the venom toward Devo has been because people thought he would be better than he's turned out to be this season in terms of being a leader. Um, When you have a bad record, um, there are going to be scapegoats. There are going to be people that uh, take the blame, so to speak. And Devo's in that category right now. And I think he understands that. And I think everyone around this situation understands that. But how does it affect the team? That's what perhaps is the most important thing. My understanding is Devo apologized to the team. And, you know, the cut that we played just a little bit ago where Musk talked about, you know, Danielle communicating with him and other members of the team communicating with him. It wasn't like Devo just you know, completely stepped away. I know from an official perspective, you had to describe it in some fashion. So stepped away is what was chosen. But in reality, he was still part of the team. They were still texting. They were still communicating. I'm sure they probably hung out a time or two during all this. Um, And I don't believe if the team, so to speak, had gone to Muss and said, we don't want him back, then Muss would have let him back. There was not any sort of public pressure to bring him back. There was not the, you know, this is going to cost Muss's job camp because Devo's not part of the team anymore. None of that was at play. It would have been very easy for Muss to simply say, no, you can't come back. Um, And my sense is, based on the teams that I've been around over the years, if his players had come to him and said, we don't want him back, he wouldn't have been part of this team. He would not be part of the team today. He would not be preparing to play Georgia on Saturday. Now, that does not mean 
that suddenly Debo's going to appear on the floor and they're going to play like they did against Kansas last year. Doesn't mean that at all. And if he comes back and they continue to lose games, it doesn't mean it's his fault and it doesn't mean it's because the other guys don't want to play with him. It's because for a lot of reasons, this team's just not been that good this year. This has certainly been something over the last couple of weeks that has captured a good bit of attention, and I understand that. And I know there's going to be continued debate about all this as we move forward. And I don't know that there's going to be a dramatic effect on wins and losses moving forward. I hope there is, but I don't know that it's uh, that it's going to be that way. But as we move on now, um, I'll leave it with what I said a little bit earlier. I think Devontae Davis is better off being part of the basketball team, and I'm glad Musk made the decision that he did. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curb Realtors, the Griffin Company. All right, there are a couple of other matters that I want to talk about, but first I want to visit with those of you who are buying or selling a home. Those of you who are perhaps thinking of buying or selling a home, I want to recommend Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, to you. I can say that because of my experience as a buyer and a seller. Um, you know, the first time around, I had no idea what I was doing. Fortunately for me, they did, and they guided me through the process. Um, it seemed easy for me. I'm sure it wasn't for them, but it seemed that way for me because their level of customer service was just above and beyond, I think, what most offer. Uh, it was that way the second time around. And I feel confident in saying that'll be your experience, too. They're real estate professionals, number one. It's what they do every day. It's not a side gig. They're the best trained in the business. Nobody's got a better training program than Weikert. So when you partner with a Weikert agent, you're finding and you're partnering with someone that understands the market extremely well, understands the business very well, knows it neighborhood to neighborhood, block to block, relationships with builders. Um, All of those things are important. Lenders, title companies, they've got relationships with all of them. That's going to help you get from contract to close. And whether you're buying or selling, That's ultimately where you want to be. Now, they're in northwest Arkansas. They're in the River Valley. Uh, They're in Branson now, and they do business in north-central Arkansas and south-central Missouri out of that office. You can always log on to WikerGriffin.com. Chuck, 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 man, I tell you what, I'd rather listen to you and watch the game at the same time. That way there I get some good commentary. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Deposit. Bet online where the game starts. All right, a little bit more about basketball. Uh, Trevin Brazil, is he going to play? This was Muss on his radio show Monday night. There's really no update. You know, we're, we're hopeful that the knee feels better. It has not. There's been days that it feels good, and then there's other days that it's still sore and bothering him. So, no update, not no practice. Really not doing much other than shooting. He has been trying to warm up with the team pregame the last couple games, but that's just to stay involved. Now, as we record this, it's Wednesday. 
So there's an opportunity for him, perhaps, uh, to be able to play by the end of the week. He's not practiced yet. And as you heard Musk say a moment ago, uh, from that standpoint, there is no update. And until he practices, he can't play, obviously. So if he practices as we move through the latter part of the week, there's clearly a chance he'll be out there on Saturday. If he doesn't practice, he's not going to play. Um, I know that he still wants to play, and I know they're still trying to get him to play. This idea that he's shut it down for the year is not accurate. I don't know if he's going to play anymore or not, but I can tell you at this point he's not shut it down. I know that. Uh, But we'll just have to see if he's able to play on Saturday or if he's able to play moving forward. SEC basketball last night, South Carolina, looked like they were going to blow out Ole Miss. Then they – Got a little careless. Ole Miss came back, made it a game. Carolina escapes, though, 68-65. to They entered, entered the top 25 this week at number 15. I think some of the voters perhaps were realizing that they had um, maybe been missing out on what South Carolina is. Kentucky routed Vanderbilt, beat them by, what, 32, if my math's correct, in Nashville. This is what the midweek schedule looks like. The Razorbacks don't play until Saturday. Everybody else... I guess most everybody else playing tonight. Tennessee and LSU play the early game on the SEC Network. At 6 o'clock on the deuce, though, this is the game of the night in the SEC. Alabama plays at Auburn. Alabama beat them in Tuscaloosa. Auburn, five-and-a-half-point favorite, according to the Bet Saracen app, to uh, even the score. I guess if Auburn wins tonight, they'd be even in the standings. Alabama's in first place right now. Alabama's got a chance to hand them their second conference loss tonight. Missouri's at home against Texas A&M tonight. That's at 8 on the deuce. Mississippi State hosts Georgia tonight at 8 o'clock on the SEC Network in Starkville. Mississippi State minus 8.5, according to the Bet Saracen app. Now, if you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you need to do so. It's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Really is Vegas, Arkansas style. There's always an Arkansas twist. Razorbacks in Georgia on Saturday. Uh, you know there are uh, there are obviously other Arkansas college teams playing too, and you've got opportunities there at the Bet Saracen app. College basketball every night. They'll always have the odds, the latest info, and all the things you need to make you a knowledgeable wagerer at the Bet Saracen app. Now I know there are Vegas odds. We got the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday in Vegas. I know if you're going to play them legally, though, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are several laws in our state that keep the national betting apps from operating inside the Arkansas borders. So, if you're going to be the most informed and the most prepared, you really do need to download the Bet Saracen app. If you've not downloaded it, do so today. They've got a how to play video. They'll get you ready for Super Bowl weekend at the Bet Saracen app. Speaking of, when we come around on Friday, Matt Jones will be with us. We'll get his thoughts on the Super Bowl. Got a couple of guys from Fayetteville High School, only high school in America, with two players taking part in the Super Bowl on Sunday. They'll play for the San Francisco 49ers, of course. So uh, lots to talk about then. Hogs in Georgia Saturday. We'll have a preview when we get together on Friday. Hope you're having a great week till the end of the week. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search hit that line wherever you listen to podcasts.
Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.